This week on Tab Talk, we're looking at Deuce, a newsletter marketplace. We're looking at New Zealand's new law banning cigarettes and how that's going to roll out in the next few years. We're looking at a men's apparel brand called Volleybach or something similar that makes a literal full metal jacket along with other 100-year garments. Looking at Solid Basics, a basics brand uh, that other apparel brands use to print their garments on. We are looking at the TikTok and Instagram plant influencer world and all these folks that literally hoard thousands of plants in their in their apartments. And then finally, we're looking at a thread from my guy Jay about airline miles and points and the arbitrage that the airline industry is doing on credit card usage um, compared to the market caps. It's really, really bizarre and fascinating. Let's get into it. Tab Talk begins in three, two, one. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Back here yet again. Um, Colin got the gingham on. You know what I mean? Uh, James Camp live from LA. Uh, big news. We did, after a long last, manage to get Raya on the phone. Uh, and we were able to confirm that they weren't actually rejecting James. He's just blacklisted. It's a, it, it, <laughs> it's a permanent it is, blacklist. It's it's important to black. Do you have a customer service line? Uh, yeah, well, hey, this is no, we had to we had to go out there. You know, like we, we were out there with the PR team, the communications team. We we, we went through and through the agency, and uh, you know, and we got we got down to the bottom of it. But look, this is just it's just part of life. It is what it is. There's other networks out there. Um, this weekend, you could have caught us at the intersection of art and culture at the uh, downtown LA People's Dispensary opening. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, Colin was posting as if he was there. Uh, but yeah. people came in asking fooled, for him. I fooled several people. Yeah. Oh no, people literally came in asking for. Uh, they're like, "Hey, where's, where's the water bottle guy?" And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't. Uh, didn't uh, all right, but anyway, this water this week floor. we got a lot of interesting things. We're doing top seven Glocks ranked. We're doing stable coin stability matrices. Uh, we're doing the Neo Exchange. Um, we're buying a piece of Stonehenge with the homies. We're doing Gome <laughs> TA. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're just look. We're just focused on bringing our kings and queens those two things that they need. You know, alpha and leverage. You know, like, let, let's get it. Jamie, what we got first? First tab we have here is Deuce, and that is uh, the URL is going to be Deuce with two U's dot com, and it is straight up just buy and sell newsletters. It is a marketplace for people to buy and sell newsletters, and I think, hey, I think it's just cool to like niche down and find different marketplaces. For I'm obviously obsessed with digital businesses and uh, buying and selling them in some regard. So Deuce is, is cool because it's just a it's specifically only for people that want to buy and sell newsletters. Now, granted, I think they're running into a little bit of issue with deal flow, and uh, and probably a little bit of issue with valuation. Um, they have definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah judging by all these that are on here that are like thirty five subscribers, thirty nine hundred dollars. <laughs> like. Yeah, but there's some others <laughs> there, here. There are a few that are yeah, yeah there's good ones. Yeah. yeah, there's some other shit that like I think would really be interesting. And I think that sometimes it gets interesting to think creatively, like how you could like buy a newsletter and buy it'd be like a fun case study to like go buy to go to swap we should dive into swap or something one day but to like grab something from swap and grab something from deuce and like piece these things together to be to see if you could like hobble together a a, a business by piecing these things all together um anyway i think it's just cool they do like evaluation all this stuff real quick so for context if if you're listening so you got leadership think tank newsletter ten thousand subscribers Looks like the asking price was seventy-two thousand. It says sold. Doesn't say if that was the actual, the actual price. You've got Grow Getters, twenty-two hundred subscribers for two thousand bucks. Um, and then some are, yeah, are really out there, though, right? Some are like, you know, let's see. Uh, I mean, some are. Oh, look, yeah, like like there we have we have Dope Letter. It is a uh, yeah. morning, morning morning brew, brew for, for weed. weed. Uh, yeah. List size fifty. Asking price seventy-five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like sick. Let's go. <laughs> uh. Fifty five zero. But then there's others, yeah. I think, you know, like if you could do like guitar pick, right? Like I see this guitar pick, this one sold, list size 2000, you know, asking price 1200, weekly guitar lesson videos. Like I would bet that if you could figure out Yo, how to I'm, offer. I'm subscribed to one of yeah. these that's for sale. The one that's for sale for half a million dollars, I'm on the list for. Which what? is it? Is that is it a half mil because you're on? Or uh, yeah, no, it's actually a really good. Uh, it's actually a really good newsletter. So what this was is, you know, it, it's like deal flow for um, for design. So basically, where, this guy, where it's called Folio's website design RFP and referral newsletter, 8,800 list size, 
doing 10K a month asking half a million dollars. And uh, and so I've been on this guy's list. And this is one of those where I was like, I don't think I signed up for this. I'm pretty sure I got this like off LinkedIn. Like someone just started emailing me back when you could still like scrape LinkedIn emails. Um, but, but really like he just passes on like, hey, I've got six jobs, like this website, that website, this design thing, that design thing. And like, it's like an RFP passing thing. Uh, and so whenever you're like, when I was agency side and we we're like looking for workflow, we were just like subscribed to a bunch of these being like, oh, we want to, we do want to bid on this, that kind of thing. Uh, and it's, and it seems like he actually has like, always has a pretty constant flow of that work coming through here. And so it's interesting that that's for sale for a uh, pretty hefty price. Cause like, why not? If you have something that's known, like stick it up on the listing service and be like, you know, Hey, this is the thing you could get. Well, and I think, uh, yeah, if you go to some of this stuff too, like it's just about, do you have a better backend? You know, this goes back to, I think most people monetize just through ads, right? But like it, clearly the real value, you know, I've owned a couple different newsletters in my life. You know, one that would make 10 cents a sub per month, you know, nothing off the subscribers. Another that are free subscribers worth 50 bucks, right? And so I think it's like important to like, as long as you got the right backend offer. So there's a ton of opportunity here for the right, for the right person. Uh, so yeah, James, you said something that sparked my interest. We totally, we got to do a project here where we go, we pick up a newsletter on Deuce, we pick up a social profile on FameSwap or Swapped, and then potentially a site sure. on MicroAcquire or Flippa. Yeah. And we, we, we pick them up all in the same niche and like slam together an entire platform and see what we can do. With I, we totally, I we're think gonna, actually- we, we're, we're aggregating, we're, we're gonna arbitrage between those, you know? Yeah, what's funny is that like this is one of those examples where we could set like a ten thousand dollar budget, and I'd bet anything that we could gain the value of like of doing that in public. We'd easily get back ten thousand dollars of, of, yeah. of value, right? I mean, the first thing you do is you buy this this uh, this thirty five person list for thirty nine hundred bucks. Yo, looking at looking at this, I'm pretty sure I could sell my like massive drone newsletter, <laughs> like niche specific for probably six figures. So I got yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's one, the coronavirus bot, the, fen- the friendly telegram bot that helps you inform you of the crisis. List size 480,000, asking price 6,500. Now clearly there's a pretty large discrepancy there, but see that makes you think about- no, but, but, but yeah, but it's just an alert that, bot on but, Telegram. But like, so it's just, you're basically yeah, you're that, buying opt-ins from whoever. You know? Yeah, but if, if yeah, you want- And it's like super broad. Yeah, but here's the thing is that like, uh, White Hat, we won't get into this, White Hat, you definitely, it, you know, it's cheap. Black Hat, if you could get creative with the way you monetize that audience, you can make a whole gang of money off of 480,000 people that are listening to Corona. So you're going to show them Butterfly just like direct <laughs> from, the, from the telegram. Uh, yeah, 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 100%. Or maybe maybe I'm showing them a, a, a small biotech company that might get late-stage approval for one of its uh, coronavirus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for its, for its crucial vaccines. It's, it's, it's nanotechnology, right? And guess we did, just did a Reggae Plus we're gonna go onto the pinks. All right, sorry. <laughs> but exactly. Anyway, so everyone right. should go check out Deuce. It's. It, I think it's cool, no matter what. Just because even if it doesn't, if it's not massive, I think it's cool. Someone like made this in some one other way to, to do this. I think you know newsletters are sort of this forgotten business model that I think is really beautiful, and we've seen t- a couple this year in the past twelve months have massive exits. One being uh, Morning Brew, right, and that went to Insider for seventy million, I believe, and then uh, the Hustle which is Sam Parr's one they sold to HubSpot. Um, so anyway, I think there's good opti here if people want to look into it, um, and it's kind of yeah, cool. If you want to subscribe to Nanoflips on review, uh, if you are <laughs> want to shill any reviews with a similar demographic, uh, yeah, yeah, James is up to one BTC in liquidity he can use to buy newsletters as needed. Boom, that's it. All right, well, what's on to the next one? Uh, Colin, you're up next. Yep, so next tab. This is kind of just open-ended. I'm not sure what I think about this. wanted to have a discussion about it. So New Zealand is banning tobacco. Ooh. Um, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a slow the, yeah. The Yeah, so the way they're doing it is every year they're raising the required age until people in, people born in 2008 will never be able to buy. Uh, I'm not sure if that means your, your minimum age is going to be like 150 or what the deal is. But uh, I don't know. Like, I think we can objectively – I don't know, James, do you like blast grits on the weekends? or Do I blast? Six, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But like, yeah. obviously, yeah, this man was you know, doing an American spirit, no filter on Saturday. You know, you know, like, no, <laughs> no, but I did, I did, I did smoke a nose. pack. I did smoke a, a, a pack a day of Camel Lights for a decade. I mean, really, really wow. like straight. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, I started out with oh, with Newports. The full the full New York, you know, I was smoking Noops and Newports. I think every kid starts out with a nice menthol, a nice refreshing, crispy menthol that comes. Remember they got cigarettes called Cools? Isn't that crazy? They got literally yeah. a cigarette company. It's yeah. only menthol. Really it's called Cool with a K. But yeah, no, I used to smoke a pack a day of Newports. I mean, of, uh, of Camel Blues or Camel Lights. Um, I haven't smoked a cigarette in a long time. I've dabbled with the Jewel over the past couple of years. Try not to because I just it's terrible. Um, I will smoke a cigar three or four times a year, um, and it's sort of ritualistic, I think, and sort of more symbolic, and I do enjoy it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, tobacco is, I, I mean, especially talking to two gentlemen who run a cannabis company, it's interesting sort of, this opens up a big discussion about what should be legal and what shouldn't be legal. Um, and there's actually a company called 22nd Century that I used to invest in a lot. Um, and uh, they were making what's called... VLN tobacco, which is very low nicotine tobacco. Um, and so they had genetically learned to were being, they could genetically breed out the nicotine of tobacco, um, which is really interesting, right? Because that's really what makes tobacco so horrific versus something else. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's that you're yeah. addicted to it. Um, so it's just interesting because I, I don't know how I feel about that. This brings up a whole freedoms conversation. What are your thoughts? I like... I don't know what to think about this. I think obviously cigarettes are objectively bad. It's super weird to include like a, a cigar in, in the conversation there, right? Uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law smoke cigars on the weekends and it's like a thing that they do and I think it probably doesn't have much impact on their health. Uh, but I don't know, it's an interesting, cigarettes are terrible. Uh, get rid of them, great. But then where, where do we draw that line? And uh, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, cigarettes are, like, subjectively, as someone who was, like, was a really heavy cigarette smoker, are terrible, right? Like, I, I love cigarettes. I think they're cool. I think they're sexy. I love the way they smell. Hollywood did such a good job of branding and PR that, like, I think that a beautiful woman smoking a cigarette is wildly aesthetically pleasing to me. Um, you know, it's, uh, and that's also, like, if I smell a cigarette, it's crazy how the human brain works. Because if, if I smell secondhand smoke from 50 feet away, immediately I want a cigarette. And I haven't smoked a cigarette in six years. Right. And it's just like my my brain immediately turns on to it. So but and but I can tell you that like I knew they were gross, well, for a myriad of reasons, but I would wake up and smoke a cigarette and want to throw up. But every single day I still woke up and would smoke a cigarette first thing in the morning and want to throw up. And so yeah, cigarettes are evil. Especially the way that we there's a lot of chemicals they put in cigarettes in the US uh that like stop them from burning on their own so people's houses don't catch on fire. And a lot of those chemicals are even much more poisonous than natural tobacco is. So I'm just, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing James like at you know at the L train stop, like smoking a black and mild, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> like a trench coat. Yeah, you know, I feel like I should. Get, maybe we should get into the black and mild game. That was a that's a different that's a slightly different game. But, but yeah, yeah you, do, you do you smoke menthols, brother? Dude, I've for a long time. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. I think about this it makes an interesting question about freedoms, right? And like that's this can go real deep here. But I think is that like. I'm not sure. I wonder if that banning means that it's going to become, you know, like, uh, I guess if it's banned, I wonder if that means that it's illegal to consume as well, right? Or just sell, right? Like, is, pos is possession yeah. going to be illegal? Because that's a whole different question, right? And, like, con consumption versus, like, the distribution and sale, right? Like, that's obviously it's a thing you guys have to think about in sort of your industry as it's sort of evolving. No, but we're, we're, we're selling medicine. We're selling healing uh, this is it, you know we can't the utter, we do not utter that plant in the uh, same breath exactly as, sure there we go and by the way I didn't like you being a cigarette expert was a curveball <laughs> yeah. I mean and while while at the same time yeah it totally makes sense. yeah yeah no it's it's funny my, one of my best friends Owen he was the one I was talking about picking up the Aesop uh, hand lotion and got upset that he heard on the pod and me making fun of him about it. I hope he hears this one too. <laughs> He's been like legitimately my top three best friends since I was 15. I smoked a pack or more a day of cigarettes between the ages of 15 and 26. And that man literally the other day we were talking about this. He goes, you smoke cigarettes? And I was like, bro, what? You're like, He's just so... <laughs> I am a cigarette. <laughs> so unaware of it. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't say the expert, but I do think it's, it's a really interesting concept i mean clearly there's a cigarettes are a true net negative to the world whereas like to, to orange point like cannabis is you know clearly i think to all of us and i think for most people a net positive to the world um although obviously some people feel otherwise you know i don't think anyone on this planet is sitting here looking at tobacco and saying like 
oh, that's a real net positive, <laughs> net positive to the world, right? Like, there's no yeah. great argument for it. So, no argument, no argument. All right, what do we got next? I'm looking forward to this next time. All right, all right. so this is uh, this is one of mine. This is a a clothing company uh, called Volleback or Volleback. I don't know how to pronounce it. No one's actually ever said the word out loud in real life because it's kind of the only encounter <laughs> on the internet. But this is a uh, extremely high-end men's apparel that is designed to last. So basically, their claim to fame is 100-year products. So fireproof, windproof, water-repellent, you know, uh, things that will last for, for 100 years plus. Uh, and then also, they have these really intense other pieces of clothing. Like they have, a, they have a t-shirt made entirely out of ceramic. That is Earth's toughest t-shirt made with 100,000 ceramic particles. They have an indestructible jacket uh, rebuilt with the strongest fiber that is ever made. And then they, uh, I think one of the ones that got them the most attention was back in the day, they did a full metal jacket um, made of silver with, uh, sorry, 65% copper. And it basically is intelligent and disease resistant. So they're really... Uh, <laughs> Put in some just you know, really intense. Look, and the things here vary from you know hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars. So nothing absolutely crazy, you know. Uh, but it's it's just kind of taking that whole you know they're basically saying hey we're making clothing for the, we make clothes for the future is the tagline or clothes from the future, uh, and it does kind of play into this whole idea of craft that you know I think popped up for a year or two here and then we sort of abandoned the pandemic of like you know hey we get all these seasonal clothes we buy all these things to make ourselves happy what if I just bought like you know an artisanal leather good wallet that will last me for the rest of my life you know that was a uh, kind of a movement that I think you know, has sort of gone by the wayside here but it's just a super interesting brand and kind of approach they've. Uh, they have like a lot of their photo shoots. They like originally had robots instead of people like inside the clothes, which was uh, <laughs> which was funny in its own way. We've seen that kind of you know d- disappear here uh, lately. But yeah, I don't know, just something some completely different. Uh, just goes to show there's always an angle to take a uh, any kind of niche, whether it's clothes or cars or handbags or tires or whatever it is, and just make it like ultra. Uh, like the ultra craft version of it, like, you know, or like the most intense version of it possible. Like that niche always exists. And uh, yeah, what, what do y'all think? Mo- most intense is probably the, th- this is, this is sick. That's, that's my, my big takeaway here. I'm looking at the hundred year pants and I feel like this is the kind of, I could easily just like, this is the only pant I'm wearing from here on out. Well, to go along with that, a- one thing you left out, Orrin, is, their full metal jacket is uh, winner of time best invent- inventions. It like yeah. one like this. This is super cool. I also think it's really, I don't know, as someone who like wears a bunch of cheap clothes all the time that are constantly falling apart. And Orin, don't crack a joke. I know Orin's, <laughs> Orin's got like a whole. Oh, yeah, we 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 know, brother. We know about your clothes. <laughs> um, I've actually thought recently. Like I've got it. Like there's a couple. There's, the other day I was wearing a pair of jeans. These AG jeans. They're like three hundred fifty dollars jeans. I, I only wear Levi's normally, right? Flex. But no, no. But they were a gift. Actually, shout out to Owen who gave them to me. <laughs> um, it's cool, but Bala, live your best life. Bro. But no, but I, they've I've had them for years, right? Like for years and years and years and years. And I think that back in the day, people would buy a pair of jeans and wear them for ten years, right? Like it was just it's what you did, and that's what how they got worn, and that's how you know. Um, and I do think that there's a one thing people don't recognize, I, I know a couple companies. I think Patagonia has a lifetime guarantee on all of their clothes. And I know Timberland Boots does for sure. So like, and I also think um, Crocs might, not Crocs, um, oh my God, Birkenstock. Burks? Yeah, Burks. So. Yeah, they, they're they on the sole. On right? the sole. You could take them in and they resell So them. Timberlands, they'll, they'll replace your Timberlands if they, if they get destroyed. People don't know that mostly. I'm 99% sure Patagonia has a full on lifetime guarantee on all of their clothes which really fits into the patagonia brand and sort of what they what they stand for um but yeah i think this is super cool plus it's like some of it's like just like dope looking clothes the the, the other you know, piece to this i think is interesting it's just like the materials where it's like that uh jacket is made of 11 kilometers of copper wire like to turn into <laughs> into one jacket right and then this this indestructible puffer which is uh, built from the strongest fiber ever created 15x stronger than steel and like like in your puffer jacket, you know, for a pretty recent like you know a thousand bucks, you get like a steel jacket that is uh you know basically has anti ballistic vehicle armor, is um like just the fact they're finding these fabrics and like making things from them and like taking it that seriously because these things exist on Earth. People will go find these and use these for whatever reason, but it's like repurposing it into new things. I think is an interesting into, concept into just clothes. So like these hundred year pants, right? The the page is like ah oh, the outside feels like sweatpants. Uh, they feel like cotton next to your skin. Also, 
any contact with fire triggers the fireproof middle layer of the pants. This layer instantly expands to 1,000 times its size <laughs> to, create a, to create a protective barrier between you and the flames. Right? Like, while, while being sweatpants, it's also uh, a flame airbag. I, I have a whole sick. segment here about how they've built clothes to mimic the indestructible cockroach. You know, yeah, it's just, they're, they're going pretty far. In, well, in it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you, like, the people talking about building things out of, um, like, spider silk, right? Because it's, like, it's... Oh, like, yeah, I've done that. We were doing that for some of the merch at the... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed to be, like, ten times stronger than steel and ten times lighter than steel and stuff like that. It's just, like, how do you get enough spider silk to make... Right. Yeah, uh, you know, say, enough yeah, like, it. how do you... Like, it, we held the spiders from the factory. They were, they were cranking. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they unionized. Now we got union spiders. Uh, it's <laughs> some Adderall. That's the only way to get the spiders moving, moving and grooving. <laughs> Yo, I feel like the 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 full metal jacket for a thousand dollars or eleven hundred dollars is super reasonable. I'm gonna yeah. agree with you here. Is that like five hundred bucks for sweatpants feels like a stretch to me? Now, maybe not if they last forever, but a thousand dollars for a jacket feels to be right on par with what you might be spending on like a on like a on a jacket anyway. Yeah, that's like what a Canada Canada Goose is gonna cost. Easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out Canada Goose, sponsor yeah. the pod. Shout out the gods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Toronto yeah. stand up, Vancouver stand up, big fish. You know what I mean? I will definitely on take a, three Canada Goose jackets <laughs> for a long-term sponsorship for sure. On a on a serious note, like I don't know, I think a lot of I've recently realized, spent a lot of time, uh, you know, looking at designer stuff, maybe buying some designer stuff. But what the fuck you own as a designer, brother? I'm just, I'm just, I'm I, joking, I, I'm joking. Yeah. I, I, I don't like I said. <laughs> you get, you get, he has uh, a supreme bag. designer stuff, you know I mean? and no, looking at designer <laughs> stuff, and and really like looking at it because it's designer stuff, um, and then recently kind of started thinking about it in terms of this like buying things at last standpoint there's plenty of designer stuff that's that's super shitty um but there's obviously a lot to be said for uh, buying stuff that is gonna last 20 or 30 years my dad actually i think last christmas gave me a levi's denim jacket uh that he's had for 30 years that he had when he was like 20 um and levi's I think is known for lasting that long. In my experience, doesn't. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking at clothes more through that lens. So and uh, passing, a thousand dollar full metal jacket isn't that isn't that far the out. The Canadian tuxedo, like through the generations, is like just yeah. excellent and yeah. fire. It's just, it's but, just, yeah, it's just a cla- a classic to, classic denim jacket to, that was my dad's when he was a hippie. To, to go along with this is that like not so. Colin and I don't measure our, our entire life in Rick Owens jackets in the same way that Oren does. Yeah, you like know what I mean? yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but with that said, fair, did, no, no, no. There, I think there is something to be said is as I'm getting older. Like I've I've definitely owned like a decent amount of luxury goods before, but I really don't right now, right? Like I'm wearing, I don't know, Mack Weldon shorts and a Madewell. Yeah, what would you, you know, describe as a decent amount of luxury goods? <laughs> I, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> In the scheme, maybe not so much, but definitely more than the average Joe. Point is, I mean, my mom used to be mom. Shout out to mom when I was making her buy me iceberg sweaters. Do y'all know about iceberg? When I was wearing Pepe Le Pew, six hundred dollar Pepe Le Pew, I mom got me one iceberg sweater, not a whole bunch. But I remember I like begged and I pleaded for. I had an Averex bomber. This was like in like in like eighth wow. grade. I like got the Averex it's bomber jacket and I got this iceberg sweater, which is Pepe Le Pew, just Pepe Le Pew, like six hundred bucks <laughs> for iceberg, and I wore that like. To school, like it was. Oh, remember the Coot? Remember Kuji? Everyone's rocking Kuji. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we're all the same age and listen and like know that. Yeah, the Everest bomber was uh, the only crossover. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I've been thinking like Colin. I've been thinking more about like buying nice things because they last long and they're nice, not just because of like some some labels. So I've been looking a lot at two things. One is italic. I don't know if you guys know about italic, and the other yeah. is quince. And Quince yeah, is also is like, is like pretty, they get the same I've, stuff, but it's without the brand label on it. Apparently, you know, is, is what they it, say. It, orange so like disgusting. Other, but, I've yeah. heard, yeah. I've heard pretty gross. mixed reviews. Well, but I, I conceptually am interested in that. That's my point, right? Like, I'm interested in like I'm in, like like handmade Italian leather sneakers. Trust me, I, I've I've had a couple handmade Italian leather sneakers, but there's, you don't need to be wearing Common Projects for six hundred dollars when you can be getting. Yeah, well, a, no one should be like if you're wearing Common Projects, you should just exit the <laughs> exit the pod. <laughs> Asapolis, yeah, <laughs> dude. Listen, if you thought if you thought you had taste, come on down to OC and meet and meet yourself, Orin, and, and you'll find out. Now, real there's plenty of people that do real real ones. No, we're not even scratching the surface here. It's just there's just there's a lot of guys out there who have been uh, waylaid into into where they shouldn't they, they shouldn't be. Yeah, you know? fair enough, fair enough. I, but, but I'm this, down but for the for the cool for the for the good quality stuff is what I'm trying to say. I'm interested in good. Qu- the, as I'm older, I'm, I'll pay more for quality. 
That's what I'm trying to get Look, at. and that's what, not not to, I'm not going to give my entire Rick Owens spiel on the pod. We'll save that for another time when we sure. actually get Rick on there. But that was the, uh, <laughs> the, the attractive element of it was when you like actually get your hands on, uh, you're like, oh, the, the fabrics and the textiles of this thing are just so much nicer than anything else I've ever worn and feel so much better and are so much more resilient. And you're like, okay, that's the difference in the money between, sure. you know, like whether it's the, the combination of like the cut, the style, and then just the, the fabric and the, the length lasting in general. And that was the thing that really appealed to me about, about the Rick Owen stuff. And, and I leaned into it from there being like, oh yeah, I'm going to have this, all of these things forever. Fair enough. Not what I would have guessed, right. but, but fair enough. What, what we got next? It was, it was a long, it was in Berlin. It's a long story. We'll save that for later. <laughs> The next is uh, is Colin. Yeah, so this is Solid Basics, SolidBasics.co, and this is a basics brand. Um, I don't know, so it kind of ties into what the opposite end of the spectrum of what Orn just brought up, but I always have been fascinated by apparel brands because like, they're the worst business ever, um, but they're a very popular one, obviously. And uh, there's a whole wave of, uh, brands that are basics brands. So brand uh, companies that are making apparel to be printed on by actual brands. And I found this cause I follow this kid on TikTok that does like wholesale clothes and talks about like how to, you know, what to do to set up your brand and different suppliers for your brand. And, uh, I don't know this, this, uh, solid basics company is just all like amazing, uh, fleeces and sweats and t-shirts and, and basics. Um, I thought it was interesting. And you sent over that TikTok, right? Other... I was gonna, no, Colin. You sent over that TikTok to the to the group chat, right? The, of the yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, he's he's great. Okay, cool, cool. Sorry, there's sorry. Another, if you like this brand, if people are looking for basics like that, there's a brand called Rue Porter. They do all their textiles are are from Portugal, and they have like just very very good blanks and basics, and they do wholesale for for brands. So if you are trying to kind of create your own brand, you want a, like a luxury blank, not like a standard blank. That highly, uh, I'd highly recommend as well. They make really nice, like modernly cut stuff. And I think it's an interesting business in and of itself. That combination, wholesale and kind of regular. I mean, this reminds me of yo guys. Yo, go for it. Yeah, I gotta go. CC's like tripping. I need to go do this. You guys should just keep rolling. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So I was gonna say, what's interesting, I think, also about uh, I don't know, there, I, a brief, brief period of my life in another failed James Camp venture, I had a. Uh, I had a small like little clothing line with the homie who I, I think you know actually Orin who like now is like a super successful uh, sneaker designer, um, and we had this company called Dwayne, and it's because we started at his apartment on Dwayne Street in Tribeca, um, and uh, we used to use AMAP. We called it AMAP. It was American Apparel, and so I, I remember back in the day like American Apparel was the blanks for like all the streetwear brands. Everything was the original sure. all the time, yeah. and then. Uh, that'd be an interesting deep dive is what happened to American Apparel, which I think now exists just oh, for did. wholesale again. But like, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I did. Like, it's, I, I, you know, you're, you're, your boy who bought Radio Shack. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a Ty Lopez. Yeah, American Apparel by Ty Lopez. Yeah, it did. I mean, I know that the the owner got into some heat. Anyway, at American Apparel. But anyway, it was uh, that was like the OG sort of blanks <laughs> thing in my mind yeah. um, that went out of business. But now I'm looking at this reporter stuff. I'm definitely going to, I mean, again, because I'm I'm not wearing things that are, I, I to apropos of our last you know of the last tab is that like I want high quality nice things right like I don't need I don't want a bunch of logos on my stuff most of the time you know what I mean so like I'm down to buy like nice blanks uh, you know if they'll sell them no, to for me sure. you know and, basics, and you'll you know? get like and and now that Collins exited the pod we can kind of openly uh, we can just we can, we can openly hate you know so this is yeah this is uh, <laughs> like what he shared was was great if you're really looking for that uh, what's that. Uh, What's what's the site with all the affiliate, uh, like the really cheap streetwear that has all like the affiliate links and shit? Oh, you know oh, I'm talking about? yes. Anyway, I, it's not get stuck <laughs> yeah, on it. I yeah. do know you're talking Everything's about. Everything's like yeah, $9. Yeah. yeah, it does have that, that vibe. We're, we're going to go We're gonna go like a little bit luxury. But if you're looking to get blanks, you know, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a move in itself. I actually wear just a lot of blanks just straight off that reporter site. Like I just like cop basics off of it. Um, I mean, it's dope. But it's dope, it's dope. Um, and, you know, anyway. Uh, let's keep it moving. What, what's, what's the next one? Keep moving. What we got? This is you, Orn. This plant. So All right. So this one, this one is. Uh, I love the notes about. <laughs> yeah, this is about about TikTok. Uh, people going too far in their TikToks with plants. So basically, there's a whole like a plant. I don't know if it's plant talk, uh, but basically, <laughs> it's yeah, you know, it, it's just satisfying people's uh, innate urge to uh, to buy things during the pandemic. A lot of people built their houses up with uh, extensive capitalism, and um, you know they have purchased. <laughs> 
whether it's succulents or all these other plants out there, and there's a huge TikTok communities around it. Um, but then this article dives into like these, some of these people went overboard, and it's like akin to hoarding. And you know, like they'd bring home like a date, and there's like a 30 minute plant tour, you know, and uh, and th- that kind of thing that kind of goes on. That I thought it was just an interesting of like, hey, this is interesting for a few reasons. Like, hey, people just buying shit to fill that void in their lives, and if, like if you don't have clothes or camera gear or those interests or whatever, like those people uh, definitely find uh, plants. And then we have, uh, you know, this the whole idea of like these communities that can grow on TikTok and blossom into hundreds of millions of people that like informs the whole thing. I mean, dude, it says in the article, plants of TikTok hashtag has 4.6 billion views now. I mean, clearly it's, uh, I mean, clearly it's blown up. I mean, as someone who I enjoy plants, I'm not sure. I mean, I've been to people's, you ever been in someone's house where it's like, they are a plant hoarder? It's just like, a lot. it's like a jungle. It's like, and, and I can't imagine, sort of, it's almost like, now that you're talking, now that we're looking at this thing, it's almost like people that like hoard animals. I mean, it's this like weird sort of like, I need all these well, things it's, to it's keep in this alive. Weird place it's like also a living creature. And it, like, That's it what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it also dies and it takes that certain maintenance. But also you can go to people that have that perfect medium. Like I had a friend of mine in New York who like really, uh, like half of his apartment was probably plants and it just really was a vibe. And you're like, oh, like well, this is I, like the perfect I, mix. Yeah. I will tell you, it is one of those things that I don't have down pat at all. And I would love to work on it. Maybe I need to check out Plant Talk a little bit because it is one of those things that like can be kind of a flex. I think I even tweeted something about it once. Like I'm trying to get like the the 15 foot, you know, birds of par- white birds of paradise plant in my house. You know what I mean? Because it is sort of this weird flex to have just like the beautiful, amazingly kept like plants inside your home. I mean, I'm down with yeah, it. Yeah, it's funny. It, it's, it's, it's hard too. I get why Plant Talk popped off because my wife loves plants uh, but had like a black thumb essentially. Like we would get them and they would die. <laughs> and then she's like worked hard at it. Now we have probably 30 plants in our house like scattered in various okay. places. And like and it's like succulents and, and then in money trees and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, but it's like it took a while to actually be like, oh, we got to keep these alive. And like, you know, we're keeping them near sunlight and like, the, you know, like water and the, the whole well, people like, tell oh, me, yeah, it's the whole thing. Dude, some people tell me because I have a couple homies like my boy Julian like crushes of plants. I wouldn't say he's a plant hoarder, but definitely homeboy has, you know, 40, 50 plants. Shout out know. all the homies on the block running, <laughs> running plants, keeping keep plants, horticulturists, yeah. agriculturists. Yeah, horticulturists. Like. I haven't heard that term in a long time, but yeah, 100%. But I mean, I dude, it's it's a job and it's expensive. I'm looking here, dude, one of the videos on on this Input Mag article that you that you put in says, going into plant, going into debt for plants is not worth it. Like, let me tell you right now, if you're going into debt for plants, you have you're you're reaching hoarding status. You've reached a, a pretty a pretty bad place to be. I'm but yeah, saying, if you're going into debt for any reason besides leverage, you know what are we, <laughs> what are we really doing out here? Yeah, like yeah, just do, you got to pay off that affirm, brothers and sisters. You know, dude, I don't know. Not to uh, be tangential, have you seen the? Actually, it is a plant one. Did you see one viral recently? It was like a a it was for a forty five dollar pink pineapple, and it was like a Klarna link at the bottom. And it was like you can pay pay down four easy payments and it was like is this if this is not like a an example of what's wrong you know like there's a cycle top right now like if you need to go into like whoever's underwriting totally un uh you know no background check debt for pineapples for singular pineapples like this is a dangerous game that we're playing with you know how many like 79.99 women's belts that I've sold to a firm. <laughs> I don't even like. It's just, it's just a lot to. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, a lot to unpack. But yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we do have uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Colin Landforce back from his parenting emergency. Oh wow, in, we're in we're including this. Welcome back. Great. We got yeah, to shout that out, but bro, no, nah, it was the whole bro. We, we already we had we had to touch on it. We had to talk to what a good dad you are. We had to talk through. Then we had to go through just how bad you know the blanks choices you've made in life. Remember how I'd actually say, like, make the cuts. Remember, Colin, how you said you don't normally listen to, to the pod all the way through afterwards? Well, now you have to listen to the pod all the way through to hear <laughs> what we no, said never. about you. He's, he, he's, he's good. I bro. never he listen. Does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. Colin, Colin thinks he's too good for the pod. I listen to get the alpha, you know? When we do the pod, I get into this like... I like transcend time and space and I don't even know bro, what's happening because I'm so tell you're in a flow state. state. Bro. Like, yeah, dude, it's like it's like tunnel vision. I don't know what's happening, right? So I have to listen to the pod to get the alpha afterwards to really understand how it's working. You know what I mean? You got it. Yo, you got it. Bro, like when I when I see dude, when James is in the pod, he's 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 stealing fire. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> He, he's piecing together like you know, it's, it's, it's like all the energy and magnetism in the universe is attracted to him. Yeah. And just and just channel. Yo, if we haven't, <laughs> zone, are, are we on the plants yet? 
Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we, we wrap the plants. Yeah, I got, I got, uh, I got like a good plant story. So throw it in there. <laughs> so uh, sick. At, at some point uh, in our journey, uh, of, uh, in our cannabis journey, um, somebody had the idea that we need to have a spectacle in in one of the buildings where like you walk through the door and it's like, whoa, over there, right? And so the idea came about that this should be, you know, basically a, a bunch of plants, like to the tune of like a jungle of plants, right? And so we also happen to have uh, uh, my friend Phil, who's on our team at this point, and Phil is a huge plant guy. And so basically we end up giving Phil like a, a, a wholesale membership to the wholesale plant uh uh, not garden, a uh, nursery in, in Portland and like $2,000 to just go bananas. And so this is the wholesale, like B2B nursery. And bro, we had like, we had like 120 plants in in the building <laughs> and it became, it was, it was pretty incredible. And it was such a thing. It was like twice a week, somebody had to do a lap and water all the plants. And it was like, you had to refill the, the watering can like 12 times. You had to get up on top of things because we had them all over the place. We had to install lights to get the plants enough. Like, it was so ridiculous. Uh, but where are the plants now, bro? Do you let those plants die? Right. <laughs> they they <laughs> went there. Yeah. Now, dude. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, That's the sad thing. It ran its course. We actually, we just, we just moved. There are two plants from those original plants that, that made it really? to the new building. This was like two and, and as years you know, ago. you just got to chop them. You grow them clones forever. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the circle of life, yep. baby. Amen. I'm not responsible enough. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm tr- I'd am i like to be, I'm, I'm on a mission. I'm going to buy some plants. There's some cool, there's, uh, apropos of this, there's some cool DTC plant companies that are, that, are, that are doing well right now. They're like sending sort of nice plants to your home. Um, Orin was saying that Marnie sort of apparently used to have a black thumb and can't keep it, couldn't keep anything alive. Now she's has the greenest thumb in the world. But I will say that uh, my homies who are into plants will tell me they're always like, "Don't buy Home Depot plants; they all die." Like a lot of it, they always talk about getting plants from the right place, and that those are the ones that survive the best. So that that's that's the note I'll, I'll leave about that. Amazon, right? That's where you get all a- your plants. Amazon, <laughs> dude. Plug me yeah, into the Amazon Plants is, is super legit. Yeah, I mean Kelsey, seen Kelsey ordered like a rubber a rubber tree from there and it's been doing well. <laughs> yeah, I, but <laughs> oh, really? it's uh, it's all. Yeah. You, but we if you're not supporting you know local farms, local horticulture, yeah, I mean, or if you're or doing yeah. the, I don't know if y'all know the move the, the SoCal move is you got to drive to Tijuana to get the plants because like you go you cross the border and then the cactus prices drop by like eighty percent immediately. Yeah, yeah and you, same thing with crystals. You, you know, you got all the amethyst, you got all the geodes, you got all the anthracite. You know, uh, like this, you got hit down to Tijuana, brothers. Woo. Good, good, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's let's hit the last one real quick. So, last one is mine. Um, it is by this gentleman I'd refer to his at J Voss Digital. I, it's J Vossen Tharaja, I believe is how I pronounce his last name. Anyway, he grabbed a, a screen grab from a video. It's actually in his thread. The link is his thread. But it is basically, it's a screen grab that shows the market caps of airlines um, of airlines compared to the value of their outstanding loyalty program points that exist. So, i.e., for example, in this image, it says United Airlines market cap 10 billion, loyalty program 21.9 billion. So in this scenario, to explain to everyone is that like, the points, the loyalty programs, the amount of do- dollar value of points that exist that are out there in the loyalty programs uh, for people is $22 billion worth of flights, even though all of United Airlines is only worth $10 billion. So now this reminds me of, you know, the good old U.S. banking system where, you know, if they were ever run on the banks, there would not be enough money for everyone. Clearly, there could not be enough flights for uh, United or any of the other examples here to provide for people. Um, it's just mind-boggling that uh, I don't know. We're starting to doubt or redeem our points, brothers. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, do it. Well, he also makes a good night. We'll bring it point. We'll bring it into crypto a little bit. He's also considering that also consider that airline points are the OG cryptocurrency, but better because they actually have utility, can be used for travel. They are not taxed. They can be swapped between various programs. They're already this being is great, used. This to is purely employees. conceptuals. One day, someone sat down and was like, "How can we literally make money out of thin air?" <laughs> and fund our ridiculously, you know, these these like industrial businesses that are saved by the government all the time anyway. 
And they invented a strategy that is able to like loan them money at double the market caps of these businesses. And everyone was able to execute on it. And consumers bought in. Whoever came up with that is the OG of OGs, you know, get naval <laughs> off the spaces, throw in that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I feel like Colin, did you do a thread on something with Starbucks maybe that had like a similar, yeah. it was like a, yeah, about yeah. the, the balance I think, that they hold. They hold like, was it $4 billion in, in uh, consumer money in their app balance? Yeah. Not in points, in like oh, in, I put in, yeah, I put in $50 yeah, like and then buy coffee with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, people, same people conceptual that, hustle. That loyalty program there too. The, uh, like people would be buying stuff just to get their unlocks. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. They're, the, the Starbucks app is like as good as it gets on that. Yo, know, I, I think the most, I think this is really interesting for a lot of reasons, but the, the biggest one that he hits on in these, this opening tweet is that the, you know, functionally speaking, the entire airline industry exists just to just to get customers using the cards for the merchant fees right like this is like all these planes are flying around these businesses at the end of the day are just just existing to prop up the credit card memberships right like that's that's yeah that's kind of like uh, that's probably overstating it but that is it's bananas one thing he touches on here and in it he goes i think the lesson here is if an industry has bad economics but high sustained demand they'll eventually figure out some sort of clever maneuvering to make it work what other businesses can learn from this uber and it's interesting i didn't even think about uber right but like there probably is a great play here too right with all the ride sharing yeah. and you know like opportunities in yeah. that regard yeah, it's yeah. just it's just mind-boggling what to me. i don't know this is just mind-boggling to me do either you guys know what the like what the model is behind if i do if if we do an uber credit card like what the the fine the financials are like there no, I, no I don't um it's obviously I gotta I be good <laughs> i mean if, if you yeah, think about well, like what visa pays for a credit card app right and then you think of you know united airlines as basically a a massive legion for you know whatever provider is is doing the united card uh it's probably pretty lucrative look at the look, look at the amazon card yeah that is just exactly. like they were basically able to say cool we're going to give you an extra it's like three percent on Amazon. I think it's five percent yeah. off on yeah. Prime. I think the Prime card's like five. Yeah, it's five percent back five, on. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's why I, I have. That's great. And like and on Whole Foods and stuff like that, that starts to add up. If you're like you know like feeding the family, or whatever. They were just like, okay, cool. We're just gonna like sit you in this ecosystem. Like now we've got your credit card yeah. too. You know, like yeah. it's just uh, yeah. I mean, it requires some really, really, I feel really. Like Uber complex... doesn't have the brand affinity. I I'm, I don't know. I mean. I, I had a uh, moment. People the, don't like Uber. You know, they don't true. like you know they don't yeah. like the rideshare experience. Like they they like their they, they like you know, Alaska. Amazon. They feel ambivalent, yeah. but they they think it's they with them with Starbucks. They have the brand affinity for it. You know, like Apple. They have the brand affinity for it. Like you know, if you have, if this is what I would like to point out. If you see any of these guys with an Apple credit card, you gotta just put them down right there. Be like, <laughs> 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 Dude, Orange is full of judgment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I, I don't know how you think I paid for this MacBook Air M1, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got that? Got that? There, there, like four percent back. Life and there's ways not to live that. Bro, you got an Amex, bro. You're doing all the right things. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. If it's you know, like a tertiary card, you know what I'm saying? You like have to have number three for the ad spend or whatever. Uh, you, you're acceptable to use the Apple card. Sure. Like I'm not dropping the I'm not dropping the, the white titanium yeah. when I go. <laughs> yeah, I got when I, when I yeah. sit down to dinner. I have an Apple card. Goldman. I have an Apple card because it's sick. I think I just got an alert. <laughs> I think I just got an alert that says you spent thirty five dollars last week on it. So, dude, I like. I actually like. I I got my Apple card because it. Um, and this is to go along with sort of. It fits in here. I got the Apple card because they when I went to go buy a new MacBook earlier last year it broke um, and I, or six months ago and I bought this one. It was like, here's an, and I'm like obsessed with leverage and debt, right? And it was, Apple was just like, here you go, 0% financing for 12 months on whatever you buy. And I was like, run it up. You know what I mean? Like, why would I not take 0% <laughs> debt? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but interestingly, even with all of that, or the credit card points, there is, I like to think like I'm okay with spreadsheets and performas and, and, and modeling. I'm okay. Like I'm not even, I don't have any degree or anything even. I dropped yeah, we'll out of college. We'll do the pivot table challenge live <laughs> on TikTok here. In a, in but think about how complex the modeling has to be for them to figure out any of this stuff, right? I mean, in terms of like the, 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 the airline points things, right? Like how you perform that out for you know, financials for, I don't even, it just, it's mind boggling to me. It's not a yeah, simple like thing. Some, some to some figure actuary level calculations. Yeah. 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 To, to decide that like, oh, this think is about the way to do it. Like there's a job that when like, when someone dies and life insurance pays out, there's someone's job to go back and 
calculate if, if, the percentage if that one worked or not happen yeah. and then yeah. if they should reconfigure <laughs> yeah. the algorithm yeah. which is like i'm like and that's like a job and it's hard yeah i was like that's yeah it's crazy you guys ever seen uh uh whatever that old ben stiller movie where he's like he's a he's a risk he's uh something about selling poly anyway it doesn't matter i won't well, go you as a man Watching the Ben Stiller movie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, just so everyone knows, half of the oh, half of the anon toxic masculine Twitter accounts are just orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, didn't we a few weeks ago we found a, somebody on Money Twitter that was like a, a risk actuary, and his whole spiel was like <sighs> like a Gumroad oh, yeah. course on how to, no an insurance adjuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a seventy-nine dollar course about how how you too can be an insurance adjuster, and he, his tweets were like aggressive, super aggressive. Bro, once so we decide good. to open this up to the to the guests, which one? Is, which one they were gonna open? We, the we should just do a whole. We should we should call it Red Streak, <laughs> and we just get the whole fucking red pill, you know, militia, just one after another, just just rolling through, and we just get progressively worse and be like, are right, yo, okay, so is this allowed? Can I if? I cut a hamburger in half, and the homie has half, and I have half. <laughs> so, you guys ever yeah, see that? that um, you ever like, see that? Fellas, is it gay to be a Pisces? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember we're talking about like uh, earlier? I was telling you guys about that Instagram account, Worst Buy. You ever seen that other Instagram account where the guy just makes u- useless inventions? You know what I'm talking about? This dude just builds these. Dude, I'm yeah. though. I'm yeah. All he does is like fully, like he in a machine shop, like builds out fully, completely ridiculous, useful, useless inventions. And one of them was like the glizzy protector, and it's for like when you want to be around <laughs> yeah, your yeah. homies and not look gay eating a hot dog. And it just is a. It literally is just like this hot dog holder with a with a wall up in front of it, so you can just eat, <laughs> yeah. so you can eat a hot dog. What is it? <laughs> What's this Instagram? I'll find it. What? I'll find it for you. It's too uh, good, dude. Um, yeah, big shout out to New York, Glizzy Culture. Yeah, I mean, the building, <laughs> Bing Bong. Uh. Bing Bong. No, dude. It's uh, yeah. I guess Glizzy. I guess that's probably not something that people are saying everywhere. But hold on. Useless. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna shout Honestly, it out. Me, I love uh, you know, you know, pre toxic masculinity Twitter. Uh, just being on just you know regular TikTok. I had that. It was like it was like the man's guide to eating a banana, and it was like it's like oh, of course you open it and slice it. You know, it's just all the like. It's just it's so many of these. Like, I don't know how, like it's hard in this uh, in our current uh, cancel culture environment uh, to just appreciate some good old fashioned, uh, you know, humor of the humor of this nature. Uh, yeah, can we even say that we're appreciating that humor? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. We've got to be James careful. is just out there on the internet, yeah, like James, hyper-following James like, the whole Joe <laughs> circle. Yeah. No, you guys, I want to, no one's ever going to, I'm not ever partaking in them, but every once in a while I'll come across something that is wild and horrific, and it's normally a Twitter spaces, and I share it in the, in the, yeah, in the group chat because it's just at so least, wild. at least 14, like, zero-hedge tweets that you've liked, you know, like, that have then led to my timeline just shifting completely, and I'm just like, brother, what are we, you know? <laughs> well, well, I sent, I sent to you guys right now in the group chat if you want to check it out. Everyone that's listening, check out at unnecessary inventions it's just this dude he full-on just builds just the most wild I, and I, kudos to him because like it's he's obviously taken off now he's got 1.1 million followers and like he fully builds these real things they're just absolutely wild and ridiculous you, you gotta yeah. appreciate we, we do have a couple good we, we do have a couple listener questions um the first was <laughs> for was for colin on exactly how much money you have made flipping water bottles <laughs> and, and it is uh Zero. Zero. So so what you're saying is that you are putting your expertise out there online without actually I'm just, I'm just yeah. No, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I'm changing my name to Water Force. Dude, yeah, <laughs> Water Force is definitely like a strong no, he's got the power of the elements, bro. He's got <laughs> the, the Captain Planet. Land energy, force. Stone you know force. Water like, force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fire force. Stone force, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, Stone Force is a strong. Uh, one, fi- dude. Fire force, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Space, Earth space force. I guess land force. Yeah. Space force, yeah. yeah. I said yeah, I said yeah, Earth Force, yeah. like Land Force isn't already fucking it is Earth Force. That is the Earth Force one is Land Force. We we do have a we do have a James explains this week. Uh yeah, it's, yeah. it's Tiger Team. Tiger team. <laughs> this could go in any number of directions. Even, I can't even. I think Tiger Team, if I remember correctly, last time I was watching Tiger Team, <laughs> Tiger Team is like a group of small, it's sort of like Power Rangers, but it's, it's like a Tiger Team Go, right? And so what they do is they come together, and you remember Animorphs? They could like morph into, morph into animals. Tiger Team is like these six kids. They all went to high school together, and then 
to fight some bullies. They come together as Tiger Team, but they morph together into one Bengal Tiger. <laughs> then the one Bengal Tiger is always fighting people. Is Tiger Team a real thing, though? Hold on, is that an actual thing, or you just you know, you just it's, made a, that one up? No, it's a it, it's an agile it's an agile concept in in agile stuff in agile development. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah, it was I'm, like I'm always throwing out like a technical term, but uh, I'm happy that we oh, we tweeted that was definition. a good one. I just cracked up because I couldn't. I really envisioned these like little kids being like a Tiger Team. You know what I mean? I had no idea what it was, so. <laughs> just yeah. running it up, uh, and then we had like I think we we could hit yield farm of the hour. You know, I guess all the all the cool kids, you know, like the divorcees, the pronouners, they're all in butterfly, and they're they're in deep. You know, let's do it. Let's do uh, it. What 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 else? What else are the kids talking about? Ohm Ohm's coming back. Ohm's coming back stronger than ever. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we we're combining Yield Farm of the Hour and NFT show of the week. Uh, yeah. Please, please. I did, I, I'm ready for... I, I think we all got rugged in NFTs. NFTs of the future, but not any of the ones that I own. That's, that, that is for sure. That's how I feel about it. But I think that's it, right? Uh, we, we, we had Colin drop off of the, the pod again. It's, it's, look, parenthood is hard You know, being a, a father that, that's there. You know, uh, when, when you could just be working long hours, you know, in a, in a Hilton, you know, in a Hilton business edition, you know, somewhere out the way in a loft hotel, you know, around, around the world. That's, okay, anything you, you want to show to the people, you know, you, you got a new newsletter coming back, you know, you got any affiliate Newsletter's codes, coming back. Drop. I'm uh, just finished a great call with the CEO of Flippa, big fan of Flippa. Shout out to those boys over there doing their, doing yeah, their yeah, thing. Micro don't got shit on Flippa, brothers. Let's see. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm also. You know what side we on? Oh, no, oh, sorry. We, <laughs> no, we're no. We're 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 actually I'm a people pleaser I'm sort of cool with everyone you know what I mean like anyone wants to throw <laughs> yeah. us some bones you know what I mean we're out here just yeah. trying to make I'm more this of a picker side and then yeah. word is bond and then like you know uh, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is uh, to each their own I want to shout out what I call uptowns everyone's rocking Air Force Ones these days I call them uptowns because I'm a New York City kid you know what I mean but that's uh, Let's go. I also want to shout out Side Talk which has had its moment I'm a little as a New Yorker I'm a little upset I've been listening I've been watching Side Talk on Instagram for for since like 60,000 followers, everyone's saying bing bong all the time now. I'm glad everyone likes yeah, Side Talk. Sure. You know what I mean? They just, yeah. they, just, they yeah. you know, maybe. James, a, what do you have to say to Joe Byron? Sorry. Just, Joe Byron. Espy's always out here telling me I gotta do, I gotta get Side Talk LA going. I might get that, <laughs> might that, get that popping off. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, you get Side Talk LA, you're gonna get shanked real, real fast. I was gonna say. Born and t shirt. Super <laughs> sketch. But no, that's all the shills. You know what? I guess the next time, you know, happy holidays. I know Hanukkah's done. Happy Hanukkah. It's about to be Christmas. When this comes out, it's gonna be Christmas, right? So Merry Christmas! Um, yeah, it's not non-denominational holidays. Uh, you know, say Muslim, Hindu, Catholic, Mormon, Buddhist, Judaism, all the above. Know, flat Earthers, we <laughs> Scientology, yeah. Kwanzaa, everything, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Red pill. <laughs> we got love for all of you. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are, we are, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay toxic. Stay, uh, stay rich. Money, Twitter. <laughs>